Welcome back to Witch Church. It's your host, Mal. I'm a professional astrologer, tarot reader and teacher, and intuitive healer. And you're about to listen to the recording of Witch Church Live, a sermon that I give to my Instagram community every week. Feel free to catch the live show every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Central on IG Live or listen to the recording right here on the podcast. This is a non-denominational weekly service for witches, astrology nerds, and anyone else who feels like they are being called to walk the spiritual path. At Witch Church Live, we talk all about the weekly astrological and tarot forecast and really anything else that is channeled through me about the week ahead. Oh, and you'll probably hear about my random life updates and some rambly life stories mixed in as well. I hope that's okay. If this podcast brings some kind of value or joy to your life, be sure to leave me a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. And feel free to send this podcast to a friend if you feel like they could benefit from listening. If you feel called, you can also support the production of this podcast and my other creations on Patreon for as little as $5 a month and get access to my secret YouTube channel with a bunch of extra astrology and tarot content. And if you would like me to hold space for you on your spiritual path, you can book an astrology session, tarot reading, or distance Reiki healing on my site, malloryhasty.com. I would be honored to be your guide in some way. All of the links to my site and my social media are in the show notes. Have a magical week, my friends, and thank you so much for listening. I have here, I wanted to say before I start with church, I just wanted to say um, thank you for to my patreon supporters um because i know a lot of you do support patreon on patreon in some way i have different levels like i just have like the like the cheapest level like for to get access to my secret youtube channel but then there's other um patreon offerings that i have where you can see me on a monthly basis whether that's for tarot or reiki or astrology and it's at a cheaper price um, so those are my Patreon offerings, and I wanted to say that this month um, I, like, fulfilled my goal um, because it was, like, my goal to make a certain amount because on Patreon you can make it to be a goal or whatever. And, guys, I surpassed that monetary goal, which I'm so thankful for, and with that monetary goal I'm going to be able to pay my car payment and my health insurance premium this month so I just want to say thank you so much like it is such a sign of abundance for me like seeing patreon like be able to support me because that's one of my long-term manifestations like ideally I would like patreon one day to support a lot of my monthly expenses so the fact that I was able to pay two of my I'm going to be able to pay two monthly expenses with that stuff like thank you so much thank you for being on patreon know that even if um you know the cheapest uh tier is five bucks a month and even everybody on that tier is like helping me so much so yeah i just wanted to say thank you and love you guys and um yeah that's and yeah thank you for participating in my manifestation so um and uh yes laura laura thanks for shouting out the monthly tarot reading yeah (laughs) that's one of my favorite patreon offerings um if you are in the market for you know wanting to like get centered every month at the beginning of the month with a tarot reading so okay as i oh guys guys i'm so douchey today with this mason jar with the coffee and then the patagonia okay so here's what i've been tapping into today um you know in this past week this person 
has been showing up in readings a lot. Not only my own readings, but also my client readings. And um, it's funny because like this card confuses everybody, you know, for the most part. Like, <laughs> like I feel like we never know. And I have the one from the Sasser Obito tarot here. Um, I feel like this card, like, it's not that people don't like it because obviously like the traditional temperance card has like this angel on it, right? So like, we like want to like it, right? We want to like this card, but then when we receive it, it's kind of frustrating. We don't really know what this angel is trying to tell us, right? And it was kind of cool because I pulled this for um, one of my clients. I wonder if she's here right now. If you're here, you you know who you are. But I pulled this for you um, in a reading and I like went on and on about like, oh, the temperance card, integration, you know, like I gave like the tarot teacher kind of answer to um to like the card coming up in the reading and my client I was like you know okay and and what do you are you picking up on anything when you look at the temperance card like does it does it kind of uh you know uh intuitively um align with anything that you're thinking of and she was like oh you know I loved your response like the response was really good it makes sense but when I saw it uh when I saw you pulling this card I just thought like everything's gonna be okay and I was like oh gosh like you know do you ever do that like the tarot readers who are here like I, I don't know I, I sometimes feel like in tarot readings um what is most fascinating is hearing your client just say like what is being reflected back to them by the card <laughs> you know like sometimes I think as tarot readers we're like oh it's my job to say something really profound and you know we start like you know you know kind of saying all this stuff right and then when we actually give the mic to the client the client ends up like hitting the nail on the head right and I loved I loved that kind of intuitive hit that she had like the temperance card being like everything's gonna be okay because that's kind of what you would think just seeing this angel like if you've never seen the tarot cards before and a card with like an angel on it does kind of seem like baseline there's something here where we are divinely protected and like we're being divinely guided and you know who doesn't love to like get a little bit of like an angel message okay um and i was always taught that um angels are with us i don't know if we have any i think jeanette you know a lot about angels so if anybody else works a lot with angels let me know if this is correct but um I've heard before that in angels are here with us, but you have to ask them, like you have to kind of call them in yourself. They're a little bit different than our typical like spirit guides or our, yes, like our regular, you know, spirits who are leading us. They're kind of always with us and like, whether we're like aware of it or not, but specifically angel energy, I'm pretty sure you have to ask them to um, come. Okay, Jeanette, you said yes, you do have to ask them to help you. Um, and yes, I agree, Jellybean, Jeanette is an angel. <laughs> um, and uh, Katie, you said I've been pulling temperance nonstop and I still do not think I understand it. Okay. <laughs> See, it's fun. It is so funny when I like feel a card coming in. Like I know y'all have been uh, pulling it, right? And um, Savannah, you said I pulled the Ten of Swords in Temperance yesterday. It was a ride. Um, and um, and Kat, you said I had Temperance and the Page of Pentacles. Okay, so we've got some Temperance, Temperance action here. Yeah. So I don't know. There's something here. I, I feel like maybe sometimes we do just need that message like 
everything is going to be okay. Like, maybe we do sometimes need that message that things are working out behind the scenes that we cannot quite see yet. And, you know, it's just like some things are just not available to our human consciousness at the moment. And what do we do during those times uh, when we kind of feel like there's not enough information? You know, for I want more information. I want the answer. I want the next step. You know, I want to move forward. Even I want to rush forward, right? Because I think the ego, especially if you were raised in like uh, Western American society, there is this like, um, you know, there's this thought that doing things quickly is better or moving through life in a quick, as quickly and, and efficiently as possible is the best um, speed in which to walk through life, right? So sometimes when we get temperance, I feel like it's maybe even a message about our speed um, and a message about how there is a part of our conditioned selves and our egos that want to go fast, want to move forward, want to move on. And, um, <laughs> and remember, temperance is the 14th card. And what is the 13th card? That is death, right? So I think this death moment that we probably are all experiencing coming into this new year, right? There's a lot of energy of what am I leaving behind? What am I calling in? You know, what am I trying to get rid of? What am I purging? Um, and it's really easy to want all of that stuff to come in like fast, right? It's really easy to get impatient with the speed in which things are unfolding. And sometimes I think temperance comes in to tell us, whoa, whoa, baby girl, whoa, baby girl. <laughs> you know, like, uh, this isn't a race. Life isn't a race. Uh, our conditioning teaches us that um, we have to complete certain things by certain ages we should be certain places by certain periods of our life. It's not fucking true. Um, it's really not. And, you know, sometimes when I feel a little bit like behind in my life, because I'm going to turn 27 soon and, you know, I still live with my family and I'm like, oh God, like, you know, in my, in my conditioning, I'm like, oh God, like I need to get out. Like I need to get out, you know, like, you're like, it's time. Like I'm too old for this shit. Right. And then I think to other cultures that I've been lucky enough to experience, um, you know, and I think about like, um, in Malaysian culture, like it's very normal for, you know, families to live and stay together for a long time, even in Italian culture, you know, uh, it, it, there's so many things that we we almost judge ourselves based off of this um, superficial timeline that's bullshit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, how many of us do that, right? Like, whether it's, um, I, I'm this age, shouldn't I be have a partner and be married? I, I'm this age, shouldn't I have a kid? I'm this age, uh, shouldn't I uh, be in a more secure place with my finances or whatever it is? Like, it's so, um, it's so easy to just judge ourselves based off of this very superficial part of our conditioning. And I think sometimes the temperance card maybe comes to us um, at times when we're kind of needing to be reminded of maybe our divinity in some way, right? And we're needing to be reminded that um, maybe like timing is divine. 
And in a way, oh gosh, now that I'm thinking about it, like we've really like bastardized time in the Western culture, especially, you know, we don't, we don't really, we don't have a good relationship with time. You know, we're always fighting against it. We're always, um, you know, we're always in competition with it. And that's hard. And it's hard on the nervous system to be constantly in competition with your timing of everything, with your age, with your productivity levels, all of that shit. Okay. And, you know, when we start to like identify with the clock or with the watch that we're wearing or we're identifying with the calendar you know too much i think the temperance card comes in and sometimes says like whoa like remember you are a divine being like you can't be defined by these um like superficial societal expectations right um and uh Laura, you said I work with Archangel Raphael. I feel like that would be a great angel to call in this week, you know, since Archangel Raphael is the angel of healing, you know, and there's something here about temperance being like healing. Um, and Amy, you said this is the story of my life. Um, and Lauren, you said this is the perfect card for the Aries moon energy we are in. Aries moon is not about patience. <laughs> yeah, I could see how we have been feeling maybe a little bit impatient. Um, and Jeanette, you said, I've had to slow my roll so hard this month. Anytime I try and go too quickly, I hit my ass on the ground literally and figuratively. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, and... Um, also, Jeanette, you said my Vietnamese side of the family thinks it's weird that I live by myself as a woman who is unmarried. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then Laura, you said I got married and divorced during my Saturn return. I totally felt like it was time for marriage. Um, yeah, and okay, yes, thank you for saying that, Laura. Thank you for, for um, you know sharing that vulnerable piece because I think we've all gotten caught up somehow, some way, like in the pressure of time, you know, in the pressure of like, I should be doing this at this moment. This is the time I'm running out of time. So I have to settle or whatever. Um, and in reality, like who gives a shit? Like, you know, um, and Ooh, my friends, I was not, I was not planning on this, uh, but, oh gosh, this is so exciting. Um, oh, this is great. Okay, because I actually, um, I bought this book. It's, uh, I don't know if anybody's ever read this, Einstein's Dreams by Alan Lightman. And I specifically bought this book so we could um, read a little bit of it at which church I just wasn't sure um when we were going to do it um <laughs> and now that we're talking about the temperance card this story is just coming to me so hard so we'll we're gonna read a little bit about this story which is um it's like Alan Lightman kind of reimagines time and how time works and they're like little short stories about different ways like the world could change if time was thought of as different or time worked differently. Um, so, and um, Sarah, you said temperance is my card of the year. Needed this message today. Um, ooh, temperance year. That's, that's big. Um, and Alana, you said I've been getting lots of go with the flow vibes. Don't push it. Yep. Yep, same, same. Noelle, you said the clock is always ticking. And Karen, you said, after a phenomenal year at work, my goal for 2022 is to pull back and find more life work presence. Balance. Okay, and you know what? It's interesting because temperance is, is definitely associated with having more balance in our lives. Um, and uh, 
So, okay, this comes, yeah, this is Alan Lightman, Einstein's Dreams. I'm just going to read, like, a really short little thing from uh, this uh, book, uh, or this uh, short story. And this short story is about the nows and the laters. So, okay, just kind of listen in. You'll, you'll get it in a second. But um, suppose that people live forever. Strangely, the population of each city splits in two the laters and the nows. The laters reason that there is no hurry to begin their classes at the university, to learn a second language, to read Voltaire or Newton, to seek promotion in their jobs, to fall in love, to raise a family. For all of these things, there is an infinite span of time. In endless time, all things can, can be accomplished. Thus, all things can wait. Indeed, hasty actions breed mistakes. And who can argue with their logic? The laters can be recognized in any shop or promenade. They walk an easy gait and wear loose-fitting clothes. They take pleasure in reading whatever magazines are open or rearranging the furniture in their homes or slipping into conversation the way a leaf falls from a tree. The laters sit in cafes, sipping coffee, and discuss the possibilities of life. The nows note that with their infinite lives, they can do all they can imagine. They will have an infinite number of careers. They will marry an infinite number of times. They will change their politics infinitely. Uh, each person will be a lawyer, a bricklayer, a writer, an accountant, a painter, a physician, a farmer. The nows are constantly reading new books, studying new trades, new languages. In order to taste the infinities of life, they begin early and never go slowly. And who can question their logic? The nows are easily spotted. They are the owners of the cafes, the college professors, the doctors and nurses, the politicians, uh, the people who rock their legs constantly whenever they sit down. They move through a succession of eager lives to miss nothing. When two nows chance to meet at the hexagonal uh, fountain, fountain, they compare the lives they have mastered, exchange information, and glance at their watches. When two laters meet at the same location, they ponder the future and follow the parabola of water with their eyes. Okay. So it is interesting to think, like, I've thought about this a lot before, like, with this story. Like, if we had an infinite amount of time, if we were never going to die or whatever, um, you know, would we be a now or a later? Like, would we be the type of person who is, you know, getting a hundred different degrees and uh, having a hundred different careers and being the now? Or would we be the later, which is the person who, yes, knows there is an infinite amount of time, so there's no rush, right? Um, and I'm thinking here, like, I think there's something about temperance in its balancing effects that kind of helps us maybe even find the balance between the parts of us that want to be the now and want to be the later, right? And it is kind of medicine to like, it's, I don't know if it's medicine necessarily, but it is kind of fun to think like, hmm, well, what if like this like impending pressure of, you know, there not being enough time was erased. You know, what if I actually had an infinite amount of time? What would I do today? You know, what would I do this week? How would I be living my life? And I think if we approached life like that, it, at times, I don't know, maybe you could be 60 years old and go back to school, you know, like maybe you could be, you know, 80 years old and switching your career. Uh, maybe you could be 20 years old and not feel the pressure to go to college right after high school or whatever and go travel. Uh, maybe we would have an easier time like taking these moments for self-care or whatnot. 
So it, it, it's just some food for thought with the nows and the laters and how it kind of relates to the temperance card. Um, yeah, like uh, how how are we, um, how is the pressure of time actually driving the car? And how do we release ourselves somewhat from that pressure this week? And not only bringing in more balance, because that sounds kind of uh, like sometimes I don't really know what people mean when they say balance. <laughs> you know, sometimes it feels like kind of an empty phrase, like bring more balance into your life. Um, but it, it feels more like patience and it feels more like reconditioning our relationship with time like knowing that we can have a positive relationship with time if we want to but it's probably going to require us to examine the parts of us that want to perform via societal expectations of time if that makes sense and Kat, you said the mix of the two would be spirit timing, the mindset and divine uh, and drive of the nows with the flow and ease of the laters. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Kat. I love that. Um, yeah. So temperance being patience in our relationship with time this week. But also there's something, too, that I've been noticing in my own life when it comes to extremism and perhaps this is um <laughs> perhaps this is like an Aries moon uh transit kind of thing but I, I think in the past week or so with Venus stationing direct uh Mercury stationing direct you know sometimes we feel like pent up you know like we feel pent up impatience from these transits these transits tend to feel like they stagnate us right so when these two planets are now direct in fact every planet is now direct until april i'm pretty sure um correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure it's beginning of april we have all planets direct now um you know, there's like a tendency to be like, oh, God, like, I am sick of feeling stuck, quote unquote. I am sick of feeling lost, quote unquote. I'm sick of waiting around, quote unquote. And those feelings I've noticed inside of myself um, can really like slingshot us into extremism and can slingshot us into like sometimes even um, wanting to make rash choices, you know, and, uh, I think there's something about examining those feelings this week that is coming in the feeling of like, okay, where am I actually writing the story that I'm stuck? Where am I writing the story that I'm lost? Where am I writing the story that, um, I'm not making progress, and is that narrative actually true, right? Because when we operate from, I'm lost, I'm stuck, I'm making no progress, I actually think that's when sometimes we slingshot ourselves into extremism. And what I've noticed is when I'm living from a place of extremism, I'm not in the temperance card, definitely, you know, but that's when the temperance card comes, right? When we're tempted to like, you know, make extreme shifts that are motivated from a false narrative about like, I'm running out of time, I'm being lost, etc, etc, right? And we know when we're actually making a shift from a place of being balanced, there's just something about it that feels right. We actually don't feel rushed to do it. And, you know, we feel like time is with us instead of against us, right? Um, and um, Katie, you said, I told, yes, completely. Um, 
in regards to societal expectation, the ex expectations, those descriptions about relationship to time expose, expose how much of it is externally driven and defined. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, Katie said accomplishment for the self versus others. Um, and don't we like, we constantly tell these stories too about like really successful people who like didn't make their big break until like they were 40 or 30 or whatever. And um, so I feel like those are still like, there's something about it that's like, there's like this Western trope to that story. Like, oh yeah, don't worry. Just like, you know, it's going to be okay. Like Tina Fey didn't make it until she was 35 or something like, you know, and it's, and I don't even know if that's true. Why does Tina Fey come to mind when I'm thinking of like, quote unquote, the famous people who don't make it until later or whatever. Even that it's like, who gives a shit? Like who cares? And it, you know, uh, I don't know. There's just something here when we really examine, like, the things that we say in regards to time and accomplishment. Um, Noelle, you said bring in, bringing into balance could translate to uh, resonate with the grounding truth of the other, of the positive and negative, to be released from the polarized singularity. Um, ooh, yeah, Noelle, that's good. Because when we are in the state of extremism where we are polarized in like one narrative and that's kind of you're right that is what temperance is asking us to do like to remove ourselves from extremism because extremism is often motivated by a false narrative or a narrative that is kind of egoic in some way right and lauren you said the way to harness an Aries moon is to pay attention to the fire that gets lit within us, but to channel that so it doesn't spread everywhere, tempering the flame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jellybean, you said, I feel the let's make a big life change because I'm panicked about being stuck coming on. Um, yes, Jellybean, I deal, I deal with that probably every day. <laughs> like seriously um and um laura you said i just turned 40 and i've already been asking myself if i'm too old to wear this etc i have to check myself um laura you're you wear whatever you want honey buns um and i think i think yeah this is this is an interesting how this card has kind of been speaking through spirit this morning i didn't expect this to be the message but this is the message um i also feel called my friends to pull an animal card that um an animal card that can maybe further illuminate why temperance is um here this week and maybe like an animal card that can kind of help us with the temperance energy oh my gosh okay the spider yeah uh i i want to i'm tempted to, i know cliche Ooh. okay cliche to read the guidebook bad tarot reader award but I just really like the um what Kim Kranz says about her spider card. So this is from the Animal Spirit Guidebook by Kim Kranz. Um let me find the spider. Where are you? Okay, so the spider is an ingenious creator. Its greatest gift is weaving the thread of dharma into a vast intricate web that supports the spider and those around it, both financially and spiritually. It is hard work, but the spider neither tires nor becomes impatient. Uh, this card reminds us creativity is everywhere. Be process oriented rather than results oriented. 
and soon your work becomes like the weaving of a magical priceless tapestry abundance flows um so i think this is a great animal to help us through temperance because you know what the spider also the way we see the spider's web it, it, exactly jeanette you said we are the weavers of our life story we make our own map we write our own narrative you know and uh the spider kind of shows us like how i think our choices and our attitudes and our narratives start to weave like what we are catching because remember the spider weaves the web not only to have a home but also to catch its prey and to catch its food aka catching its abundance right so like we can kind of see too like what kind of abundance is being attracted to our web right now um and usually there is something being attracted to it right like it, it's kind of like what we're doing with what is getting stuck in our web um and how like the process of weaving the web doesn't really end for the spider too so some really good spider medicine um and um laura you said i knew you were gonna pull the spider um and katie you said process oriented for the win and emmy you said with the spider i think about that story with the nows and the infinite possibilities and learning opportunities yes yes so maybe there's room to tap in to both the now and the laters this week yeah like when do you want to be a now when do you want to be a later when do we want to find the middle ground between being a now and a later and how can checking ourselves on our narratives about time you know making sure to take a deep breath and asking ourselves like where does this impatience this feeling of stuckness or being lost where does it come from is it actually my soul and is it actually like a true interpretation of divine timing or is this feeling coming from you know society's interpretation of time and um Jeanette, you said, I think it ties back to the present moment message of last week, too. Okay. Um, so, my friends, um, that's our messages for this week ahead. I would love to be of service to you in some way. So, if you are needing maybe a card or some guidance when it comes to this week ahead, uh, you can go ahead and comment that down below. Also, if you're new here, uh, we also do prayers and good vibes. So if you need some good vibes sent to a certain area of your life or a certain situation, um, let us know. And me and the group will send you some good energy. And I think this group has some pretty powerful prayer power and even if you're listening to the playback on the podcast uh you can feel free to still send your good vibes to the people who are asking uh because i don't think prayers don't really know time okay so um let's see here jessica you said, hey, Mal, can I get a card for next week? Thanks. Sure. Let's see here. Okay. We're using the Morgan Greer today, I think. So our card of the week for Jessica. Ooh, that flew out. Ooh, Page of Pentacles. Okay. It's interesting because I, I always think that the Page of Pentacles does relate to time. So it really does relate to this message we've been talking about this whole time. But, uh, you know, the Page of Pentacles is about kind of getting getting excited about the potential that you are currently holding. Um, and the Page of Pentacles is also kind of learning to mold the potential that they're being given. So I would say 
Jessica, if you can this week, focus on the potential that you have. Like, what really is potential? You know, it's an energy that says, like, I can build something, you know? Or, like, I can make something or I can create something. So pay attention to those moments this week that come in that remind you that you are still molding something for the future and pay attention to those moments that kind of make you feel like excited for what you are building but also know that the page of pentacles doesn't rush at all you know they're really taking it slow as they build their own map okay and rainbow liz you said i would love some guidance Okay, get this, Rainbow Liz. Last night, um, because I know you might be looking at some property uh, towards uh, Traverse City, Michigan, and I had a dream last night about, like, uh, that area of Michigan, and I was there, and, like, I had found, like, this little community of like healers there and I like I'm glad you showed up on which church because I felt like it was kind of connected to what you're manifesting for your little farm or whatever so know that that area came into my dream last night um okay rainbow Liz okay six of pentacles in reverse uh I think the message is really clear Liz do not feel guilty for needing to pull back a little bit at this moment. Like if you're feeling burnt out uh, as a healer or feeling like you need to recharge, um, you know, reboot your energy, you definitely need to do that. I think it might be a week when the healer needs to ask for their own healing. So I'm getting like, you know, maybe make it a make it a point appointment with your own energy healer or your own massage therapist or acupuncturist. Specifically, energy healing for yourself is coming through, Liz. Um, when it comes to maybe navigating a little bit of burnout, it's not to say you can't create or you can't, you know, do things when it feels good. But I think this is just validating, like whatever part of you is saying like rest and maybe pull back and focus on replenishing your own energy that feels like what's coming through Liz um so I hope that helps uh Alana you said I would love some guidance for next or this week in general yes let's see Ooh. Ooh, okay, Alana, you got the Nine of Cups. This kind of reminds me of like that, the art, art project you guys are doing. If you don't follow Alana, she's making a piece of art every single day for 100 days, if I'm remembering the project correctly. So follow her to check it out. But this kind of reminds me of like, especially in this card, the Nine of Cups dude just looks very content with the emotional experience that they are creating for themselves. And I think there's something about this week being a really good moment to partner with your emotions, like, and just be like, whatever emotion comes, I am its friend. Like the joy and happiness that comes from maybe creating your art project, Alana, like, it's like that is your friend. Maybe there's a little bit of anger or sadness that comes up this week because we're human and it's winter and we live in Chicago and it's so ugly. <laughs> I was driving back from the city this morning and I'm like, ugh, I can't stand seeing like the black snow. It's horrible. <laughs> So like that, like even like partnering with that emotion, like it just feels like you are your own best, like sh emotional shaman this week as you're honoring things that you're going through this week. So yes, nine of cups feels like, feels like a successful artist week for you. Um, 
And Laura, you said, I'll take a card if you have time. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Laura. <laughs> Shocker, ten of swords. <laughs> we joke because Laura always gets swords cards. Like, she won't get out of a reading without swords. But we know, uh, like, I think you have the same attitude about the ten of swords as I do, Laura. Like, uh, even though it's a jarring image in a lot of decks, uh, the ten of swords for me actually means relief. Um, it means that we're breaking free from the narrative of, you know, sometimes we get anxious about something. Sometimes we click in to a narrative that is destabilizing or de deregulating to our nervous system. And I think when the Ten of Swords comes up, it's a, a sign that like, that narrative is changing or something like kind of snaps you out of that narrative and we're able to arrive once again back into the physical body so i always think like for really any swords cards but especially like the the later swords cards like the eight nine and ten of swords there is this common thread of medicine that i feel comes from those cards which is like time to return to the body in some way so you know taking a walk doing a little stretching yoga cooking your favorite meal that can be very nourishing like even bringing those grounded activities grounding centered activities into your life is going to help kind of click the nervous system back into more balance Okay. Wonderfully weird world. You said, please pull a card for me. I'm starting school for the first time in 20 years tomorrow. Hell yes. Okay. Sending you good vibes for that. Okay. Wonderfully weird world. What a cool thing that you came uh, to Witch Church today because we were talking about like, it's not too late to start school, you know, no matter what your age is or whatever okay so wonderfully weird world you got the hanged one okay so um i feel like this is kind of a beautiful message when it comes to it's almost like turning the new chapter doesn't always have to be like this big fool tower death moment in a way like there's something about this card that's telling me like be gentle with yourself as you transition in not even the next week but also like the next couple months like accepting that this is going to be a slow transition expecting that you will feel excited and maybe even thrilled by some of the things that you're learning but also like giving yourself a grace period of adjustment and not expecting yourself to adjust to everything all in one day. Um, it's okay to be nervous. It's okay to be nervous for the next month. It's okay to be a little anxious. It's okay to be a little bit unsure of yourself. Um, but what matters the most wonderfully weird world is like by even facing the fear of going back to school, there's this like, enlightenment there's like this spiritual growth that's happening behind the scenes that you might not be able to see fully at the moment but the hanged one is definitely a sign of like something's happening that's helping us spiritually evolve okay so i i really like this for you um, Maria, you said, I'm in the final round for my dream job. Please send good vibes. Oh, Maria, I'm in full agreement that, you know, I'm, uh, that the, uh, last round of the interview process goes really well for you and that you're able to come to it fully with, you know, confidence and, you know, really being yourself and bringing your fullness of your energy to, the last interview period and I'm sending you good vibes um and yeah and I'm in full agreement of you approaching this whole process with confidence um Katie you said I would love good vibes for the process of getting 
process oriented. <laughs> okay, Katie, yeah. Uh, but Katie, I'm in full agreement that this week, maybe there's some pieces of like your daily life or your daily schedule that you can find more enjoyment in you know like I'm in full agreement of finding joy in like the little moments instead of just going pro going through the motions because I think part of becoming more process oriented is really like feeling through the process being present with the process instead of racing to like check off the list you know so um yeah i'm in full agreement of this discovery for you this week um and marco you said this kind of goes with today's message but recently i've been worrying so much about the future i haven't been present in the now can i get a card yeah marco sure let's see here i wonder if this has to do too marco with um you know you're a scorpio and the nodes just shifted in Taurus and Scorpio. So it's interesting astrologically. Okay. Marco, what is going on? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, there we go. Ten of Wands in reverse. I, I think consider, Marco, that with everything going on, um, I don't think carrying... I mean, this is kind of obvious. Like, So sorry if this isn't helpful, but sometimes we do need this like reminder that like carrying around these concerns or worries just isn't necessary at times and it's also not helping you move through the situation like and maybe that's a way we can all sometimes shift out of the narrative of worrying it's almost like our conscious mind has to come in and actually like question the anxiety and be like is this helping me is this helpful is this uh is this helpful is this compassionate and you know is this helping me move forward you know and if the answer is like no this narrative is actually doing the opposite it's making me feel bad about myself it's not helpful in any way shape or form and it's not helping me move forward like <laughs> Like, it's like, we then realize, like, our, the anxiety narratives are perpetuating, perpetuating something that is really not helpful. So there's something about just breaking the, um, the thought loop that feels like it's coming through as the first step, Marco. And then I also think 10 of wands in reverse is like, it doesn't have to happen all at once. Um, one even not even one step forward a quarter of a step forward a half step forward is all that is necessary at this moment 10 steps forward 10 decisions being made not necessary just take the most you know uh, the the step the next step that makes the most sense just focus your energy on that because when we focus our energy too much on everything that needs to happen or everything we think that needs to happen, it just becomes overwhelming. Okay. So, Ten of Wands in reverse, Marco. Um, Kat, you said I would be interested in seeing to see what the guides have about this week for me. Yeah, let's see, Kat. Okay. Cat, seven of pentacles. Okay, so I think this is, you know, sometimes the seven of, seven of pentacles comes in to say, like, sometimes we don't recognize our progress, but it's happening. Like, know that in some behind-the-scenes kind of uh, world, things are coming together. And also, I think sometimes the seven of pentacles is, like, a humbling moment where we do have to say like 
wait a second, like sometimes we're so hard on ourselves about everything that we haven't accomplished. What have I done? What have I completed? What obstacles have I moved through? And how can I celebrate that? Instead of just like, sometimes it's the message of like a watched pot never boils, right? Like if we're just like, focusing on like the be all end all goal and not celebrating the little accomplishments along the way we're going to create suffering for ourselves you know so I think like checking in with like the little celebrations this week might be really helpful Kat and Jellybean you said I have a general tarot question I pulled all of the kings for my February tarot reading, and I wonder if anyone has any thoughts about what that means. Um, ooh, I'm excited to see if anybody in the comments has any chats uh, or any um, insights. I think that when a whole like suit comes to us, like the kings, like we're kind of finding like the underlying energy of all of those cards you know so what do all of the kings have in common i feel like all of the kings have a little bit of like an inner authority you know like and i don't mean authority sometimes the connotation of authority is not great but like i feel like all the kings have like an unquestionable self-trust like an unquestionable authority over their elements. So I would think maybe an invitation to trust yourself a little bit more. Um, and I'm excited to see how that kind of unfolds this month, right? And Jeanette, you said, I would love some healing energy for the fall I had yesterday. My butt still hurts. <laughs> I would love a card to meditate on this week. Oh, Jeanette, I'm sending you healing vibes. And the card that I pulled for you this week, Seven of Swords. Okay, Seven of Swords. I think um, it might be an invitation, Jeanette, for um, meditating on relationship to control. Um, it very much, like, this could have been a sub card of Temperance. Because sometimes I think the Seven of Swords is when we're trying to, uh, sometimes unconsciously, orchestrate, uh, manipulate, control the outcome to an unhealthy degree. So sometimes the Seven of Swords for me is like my electional astrology card. You know, sometimes I find myself using electional astrology in like an anxiety inducing way. And it's like, oh, it's because I'm like trying to like manipulate an outcome so hard, you know, or whatever. So I, I think like anything you can do this week, Jeanette, even if it's just like a yoga pose that feels like, okay, this is the yoga pose that translates energetically to releasing control. Um, that feels like something that wants to be kind of come in this week. Okay. And Ellie, you said, hey, Mal, can you pull a card for my love life? Yes. Let's see, Ellie. Okay. Okay, Ellie, nine of wands. Um... This is coming through in this context with maybe, uh, maybe Ellie, it's a kind of about standing your ground with all of the healing work that maybe you have put into your relationships to yourself and others, you know, and sometimes like, I think relationship wounding is some of the most psychologically difficult, um, healing processes because uh, relationships psychologically mirror um, our parental trauma and that can get you know it's just like a big wormhole right so if we are in the process of like healing something when it comes to relationships let's say fear of abandonment 
it can be really easy to like default back to the old pattern right so I, I think there's something here about like holding your ground and being patient as like the bigger patterns or the bigger healing moments are marinating for you Ellie like there's just something about like staying true to I don't I don't know how to put this like I'm just getting like stay true to the healing that you know is going to happen for yourself you know versus like defaulting to the old pattern just to receive love or attention right that that could be it too with the nine of wands hope that makes sense somehow i don't know um amy you said i would love a week ahead guidance card yes amy two of pentacles okay it feels like sometimes the two of pentacles is about um like balance so it is funny that the temperance card was also our message for this week um but also i'm getting amy like pay attention to the power of the little choices that you are making um because you're really good at that amy like you're good at like when you commit to something you commit to it um so it's like the power of how our little choices add up to a greater energetic force. So even like the choice to respond to a text when it's someone we know it's we know is out of alignment or the choice to drink more water or the choice to go for our walk or the choice to engage and react with someone who pisses us off. You know, all of those choices add up in the end. So I think paying attention to the little choices that you're making and kind of uh, bringing more mindfulness to like and more intention to the day to sort of keep you focused. So if your intention for the day is like um, self-compassion or if your intention for the day is having confidence like you kind of know then okay what choices align with that intention okay noelle you said practicing vulnerability and i'm starting a new journey with therapy this week i would appreciate love feelings oh noelle i am so proud of you and yeah in full agreement that this therapy journey is like a really beautiful thing for you and I hope that, you know, this therapist that you're meeting with makes you feel comfortable to be like your full, witchy, spiritual, beautiful self that you are. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm sending you good vibes and, and yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see what this, what this brings for you. Um, so, and let's see here liz you said no way that's literally the dream um we are actively manifesting we would love to have you when it's ready i'm coming liz i'm i'm one of your first uh <laughs> your first uh renters at whatever your airbnb in near traverse city so um and Liz, you also said, thank you for the confirmation. I have a hard time resting. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, sending good vibes for the aligned therapist. Yes, okay, cool. I'm just reading the comments, my friends. love you guys i think we'll we'll uh we'll wrap up for today if i didn't get to your question know that i'm f in full agreement that spirit is going to kind of uh help you this week when it comes to whatever questions you're feeling okay so i'm in full agreement that um like through a sign or just an inner knowing or your own self-trust you kind of find 
the way forward and hopefully we'll be able to connect next week um, instead. Uh, I have a highly sensitive person reunion happening in a little bit. So if you're in from HSP summer camp round one, hopefully I'll see you at noon. And I think that's it. You guys, I posted my February pop-up classes and I would love to see some of you in those classes. So there's a little tarot mini class. There's two astrology mini classes and then there's a highly sensitive support group so if you go to my instagram feed and it's like one of the first posts um read about the february meetups and uh come see me and honestly um everybody who comes to the meetups is awesome so you probably will meet some witchy friends in the in the making and they're all really casual so just like a good a good opportunity to opportunity to come and um you know hang out with some astrology tarot highly sensitive people and learn something new and it's not a big commitment because it's just a pop-up class so not like you're committing to a whole course so hope to see you guys there this month as well and lots of love to you this week and we'll talk soon